This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. And welcome to episode number 289 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. What's up, buddy? Not much. Um, we'll, we'll throw it out there right at the beginning. You and I were just talking about this. I uh, had a surgical procedure, had my uh, septum, my deviated septum fixed. And on the left side, I can't remember what it is, something to be with the T. But, you know, uh, so I sound a little bit weird. I'm doing much better than I was. But, uh, yeah, so... It's not your headphones. It's my voice. Yeah, that's all right, though. I think so, compared to how it was yesterday. Uh, I will say this, that um, bef- last week when we talked, you had said, like, oh, what about this? What about this? And I was like, oh, I'm saving those for when I'm recovering. Well, funny thing about that. <laughs> when you're recovering and you're not really getting all of sleep and you feel miserable, the last thing you want to do is try to focus on something um, even if it's exciting. So like my whole plan of I'm going to watch big mouth. Nope. Didn't watch any big mouth. Uh, I did manage to watch Shang Chi though. So we got that oh, to talk good. about later. Good. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of my first days of recovery. So, you know, I went in on Thursday, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a lot of it was just like reruns of family guy or American dad. So that it was, you know, I could doze Mindless off TV that you've seen a hundred exactly. times. And if you miss something, then, oh, well, Yes. Uh, speaking of mindless TV, that if you miss something, oh, well, uh, one of the things that we threw on there and managed to get through all five episodes was season two of Tiger King. Yeah. How'd that treat you? Well, since I know you're not going to watch it, um, I will say this. Uh, they introduced a new character this season who is even bat shittier, crazier than the other two or the Out. other four or whatever. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it was trashy. Uh, the only times you really saw Joe Exotic were uh, these video chats from jail, and like the bottom half of his face was cut off, so it was only like from the nose up. So it was hilarious. Uh, but they covered all kinds of things, like uh, how the how this rich guy got interested in him, and so tried to petition to get Trump to pardon him when Trump was still in power. And uh, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> And the guy got all excited and they made this, they got this private plane and they decorated it up and they called it like uh, uh, tiger one or something like that. And they flew it up to Washington. They were like, we are going to go up there to Washington and we are going to talk to the president. We are going to tell him that this is what we want. They had a big banner and everything. And they went up there on January 6, 2021 and said, you know, this is when we're going to make our line in the sand. And something else happened on January 6th, um, kind of overshadowed all that. In fact, one woman, they, they showed on the uh, footage, this woman went up and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're here because the election was stolen and they're trying to give it to Biden and blah, blah, blah. And you, you're Tiger King, get the fuck out of here. Like she was 
nuts, but it was great. So they were like, I guess, I guess we should go move to a different area. Yeah, probably you think. Yeah. So his, his problems, you know, kept going from there. And, you know, we got more on, uh, Carol Baskin and what was going on with her, uh, these, these two guys. So basically there's Jeff, who's the one that took over the zoo, uh, and allegedly, you know, got Joe thrown in jail for all the crimes. Uh, and he's just fucking crazy. And then there's this new guy who's got his own zoo who is even, like I said, more batshit crazy. And to the point where he merged zoos with Jeff's because he wanted to get all of his animals condensed down there. And he drove them all down and his generator broke. So he never checked on his truck. And when he got down there, there were 120 dead animals in one big trailer. So, you know, the worst version of Noah's Ark. Oh, that's not yeah. funny, but it is. No, no. no. <laughs> so yeah, it was. There was a lot of tragic shit in there. There was a lot of like showing <laughs> the bad conditions for the animals and what these people are doing to them. So, um, it was good sick recovery TV. You know, to have it on to be able to doze in and out and pick it up and be like, what the fuck. But yeah, it's nothing that you really need to go seek out. The The time has passed. Tiger King did what it needed to do when it needed to do it, which was the beginning of this pandemic. And I don't think that it really... They, they did set it up for a third season, though. So there could be more coming. But it's not necessary. It really isn't, no. Yeah. Nope, it's not at all necessary. So what about you? Did you watch some stuff this week? Yeah, I watched uh, the regulars. I think the Connors were on. That was solid. Kate and I are really digging CSI Vegas. They keep, you know, they continuing the storyline there, and we like the characters on it. Um, Ghost was good. Did you watch Ghost? Ghost was great. The, I the loved episode. It. Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, it was pretty fantastic. Um, I wanted to punch her though when she like lied to him. She's like, "Oh, the ghosts hate it." I'm like, "No, you don't." And the ghosts were like, "No, we don't. This is actually fun." And then later on, when he was just like, "Yeah, I kind of felt like I was actually like a part of this." I um, feel like the wrong person got the ability to talk to the ghosts. Like, I feel like he is becoming such a good character, and it would be better if he could talk to them than her. Yes, I love when we see like Jay standing on the stairs. And like, uh, you know, Sam is down there with the the British ghost we discover and the other ghost and they're having this big parlay. And then you see Jay pop up on the stairs and he's looking down at her and she's just standing there by herself. And he's like, hey, have you seen this shirt of mine? And she's like, uh, no, I haven't. All right. Are you in the middle of something? Yeah, I'm talking to these British ghosts that were sleeping, living in our shed. All right, cool. I'm going to keep looking for my shirt. And he walks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and then I love it when like um um Isaac comes running down the stairs and he's just like oh that shirt Jay's looking for I believe it's in the closet da 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 yeah <laughs> like I love the interaction between the characters like yeah um yeah and and the ghost found a way to talk to Jay in this episode oh my god was that was so good she awesome. lied he's like who lied they're like oh and he's like dude this is gonna kill me yeah. So he basically he can't play D and D's with the D and D with his buddies anymore because he's never there. So they kind of kill off his character, and then um, 
Arrowneck there. I can't think of his name. Uh, I want to say Paul. Pete. 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 Yeah, there we go. Pete. Uh, Pete loves him some D&D. And so Pete and uh, Sappy and uh, and Hetty there, they all sit down. Not Hetty. Um, the Flapper. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they all sit down together to play D&D, but Sam has to translate everybody's actions and moves and everything like that. And literally the ghosts and Jay are having an awesome time playing together. And Sam is bored out of her mind. And so she right. lies and says the ghost didn't actually like playing D and D. They don't want to play anymore. And I don't know if it's Pete or Sippy, whatever. I can't remember, but they get Trevor to, cause he can touch things. So while Jay's taking a shower and steaming up the bathroom, he writes on the mirror. She lied. And he's like, she lied. Who lied? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he goes took down so be- much out of him just to write that little bit. Yeah. And then he goes down and reveals. I love the the PS at the end where he's taking a shower again. He steps out. And he goes, ah, OK, this is not going to be accepted way. I'm not me. And he got to like cook make pizza, pizza, make yeah. pizza. Yeah, <laughs> this is not the acceptable way of us to dialogue. I would uh, really I, love to see him get the ability to see the ghosts because I feel like it would springboard this even more. Like she's doing good, but yeah. God, like it, I, I feel like he would do such a better job. And I don't know. I think if we had a season two, it would work. But it actually, but it's it's there is a lot of fun with the fact that he can't see them. You know? Yes. Uh, they go out to the shed. There's this old, uh, like, uh, say, garden shed that's falling apart. And the uh, the maintenance guy takes goes to open the door and pulls the door off. Uh-huh. And these three British soldiers come out. <laughs> Apparently, that's where they've been living. Uh, Isaac accidentally killed one of them. And clearly, Isaac and the leader of the other British soldiers, they're, they, he has a um, – they're sexually attracted to each other, they, if they you will. They dig on each other, yeah. They're both closeted gay people. But it was fun. It was a fun episode. We had a lot of good laughs with it. We enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh, it's, it's a highly recommended episode. Um, did you notice that the flute player that he kept telling, you know – Played me out. Yeah. 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 Did you notice that he was impaled with his fife? No, I thought it was just a sword. <laughs> I looked at it at the end and he had his fife sticking out of his chest. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so in other words, somebody was probably like, enough of that fucking thing. Uh, another thing that I noticed that maybe I missed something, but it was one of those in one of the moments when I was waking up in the middle of the night like my thoughts were all disturbed I was like wait a minute we haven't seen the governess of the mansion in like three episodes have we no we haven't and then the James Dean guy that lost his head in the first episode we saw him walking around in another episode after that but that's it yeah so very odd that her especially since she's got such a tie to the place more so than the rest of them I mean they all died there but she's like you know this has been in my family and this is her relative so seems kind of odd maybe she's just got other acting jobs and could be around maybe maybe she didn't expect it to be long term i don't know yeah yeah I, I i enjoy this oh no i was yes. just gonna say i enjoy this show yes yeah. i enjoy please, ghosts very thoroughly please tell me your thoughts on chucky because 
So, Chucky, uh, if you haven't seen Cult of Chucky, this episode won't make any sense because this opens up with Andy and his sister, Kyle, and they're hunting down the other Chucky dolls to kill because in the Cult of Chucky, he split his soul and divided amongst other Chucky dolls as well as apparently people. I was going to say they kind of made mention of it when we got introduced to the cripple girl there. Yeah, Nika. Yep. So Nika becomes Nika again, and she tries to pretend to be herself and fake to be Chucky. Sorry, tries to fake to be Chucky, but Tiffany catches on, stabs her in the leg. She doesn't feel it, of course, because she's when she's Chucky, she can walk around. But uh, when she's herself, she's paralyzed. So, again, that makes no sense. Um, in an interesting turn of events, Tiffany tells Nika that she prefers to be hanging out with Nika than Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> and... They buy a house together, but it's Chucky's childhood home, or they don't buy it together. That, uh, Tiffany buys the house, and Nika's tied up in the trunk of the car. And um, she gets a package delivered to the house already, and it's clearly a good guy doll box. Right. So it'll be yeah. interesting what's going to happen there. Again, we meet Andy and Kyle. They kill Chucky. They kill a Chucky doll at the beginning. Uh, they have contact with our with our with with the kids here. Because um, um, Jake, Devin, and Lexi set up a trap for Chucky in uh, Jake's uh, house. A, the uh, again, getting back to them acting like kids. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, and they 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 set up the trap uh, with some uh, uh, inspiration from the uh, Robert De Niro version of Cape Fear. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Oh, Which oh, this one was called uh, Cape Queer. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> Earlier in the episode, um, Bree, you know, she admits to her family that she's got uh, cancer and she's dying and she meets with a therapist about it. So she goes to meet with the therapist and brings her son with her, who's just sitting in the car chilling while she's up there with a therapy appointment. And as she's leaving, Chucky pushes a like a mail cart towards her and she somehow manages to... Uh, get shoved out of a high-rise window that should not have shattered that easily. No, it should not have. Nor should she have been taken by surprise to that level. Like, she should have just stepped aside. Exactly. So the cart hits the ground first, hitting the car that's parked near them, uh, while the kid's just hanging out in his car, waiting for his mom. And then all of a sudden, his mom fucking belly flops on the hood of the car. Her face is pushed into the windshield. Yep. And he gets splattered with blood. And, of course, you know, it's this, there's his dead mom. So he and his dad are off at the funeral home at night, apparently, setting arrangements while they set this while the other three set this trap for Chucky. Devin's mom, who's the detective, shows up after they've arrested one of the teachers for the murders. Uh, she shows up and Chucky attacks her and pushes her down the stairs. And, of course, she breaks her neck from falling down the stairs. But it's not your typical, like, broke her neck and her head's a little twisted or you just hear a cracking noise. Like, her head's turned around. Like, I've never seen right. that in a movie before. Right. Um, so, anyways, here's my thoughts on this. Uh, I'm going to finish it. I've, I'm invested. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. It's like I've watched all the Child's Play movies. But this yep. is what I think they should do. I have to, I commend them in one way because they've managed to tie all of the movies except the remake with Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. They've Which they said to, to. Right. They've managed to tie all the movies, including the straight-to-video at tail end sequels, tie them yep. all together into the series. Like I'm very impressed with that. 
how they've managed to. I thought for sure they would just not be like it was just going to be like a reboot. But instead, they're thoroughly embracing and acknowledging all the previous movies and bringing back actors in a lot of places where I'm surprised. Yes, exactly. So I have to commend them for that. However, I think they should kill all the characters associated with the films Uh and start fresh. Okay. For the next season or just. Okay. Um, What say you? One of the the kids makes a comment in here about uh, why is Chucky killing our parents and not us? Because, like, he he tries to convince Lexi to kill what's his name there? Luke. Jake. 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 And, uh, you know, she's playing along and she's like, yeah, I want to kill him. And he's like, good. Can I watch? And then, uh, you know, it basically it seems like. We all know. We're like, yeah, she's just fucking with him. But, um, you know, he could have easily killed any one of them, but he didn't. He kind of did a little damage here, a little wounding here, but he was straight up killing parents in front of their kids. And so there seems to be something behind that. Um, Not quite sure why he's doing it that way. Maybe just to be a dick. You know, maybe that's just his modus operandi now. He's like, I'm going to fuck with these kids like I was fucked with as a kid. I'm going to see if I can create some new serial killers by killing their parents in front of them. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Maybe he's looking for the next him. Um, I saw an interesting theory. And again, I stopped watching like three movies in. I think I did Child's Play 3, but then I never really did Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Cult of Chucky. Um, Picked up bits and pieces here and there. But uh Apparently Chucky has a kid, a real life yes. kid. Yes. There's a theory out there that states that that teacher who was arrested is that kid. Oh, really? Yeah. But having gone through like a gender swap, um, because that kid was queer and he kind of mentioned, you know, I had a kid who was queer. Um, yep. uh, but the theory, it was talking about how like, you know, that teacher seems to know kind of what's going on, uh, really have really trying to help out Jake uh, seems to have been around for a while, even though there's no real uh, established backstory. Uh, I don't know if it is going to turn out that way, but it seemed kind of interesting, uh, especially now that that specific teacher has been arrested and is going to be interviewed down at the police station. You know, it could be that they're setting up for this to be the big reveal at the end of the season. Um, don't know. I do like your thought though, that yes, this would be a perfect way to kill off, you know, Jennifer Tilly and, uh, Andy and his stepsister or, you know, foster sister there, uh, which again, on the one hand, kudos to them for getting the actors. On the other hand, those poor actors, like the fact that they were like, Oh yeah, sure. I have literally nothing else going on. I'll come and be in this TV series. Or the fact that Jennifer Tilly is 63 years old and looks amazing. Uh huh. Like absolutely amazing. Yeah, she's still doing the voice of Bonnie on uh, Family Guy. And so I knew that she was still in the field and acting. But holy crap, I'm like, Jesus, 63. That's insane. Yeah, she looks amazing. Like, she's gorgeous. Yep. Like, plain and simple. Yep. She doesn't look 63. You know what I mean? Like, her voice. And I know makeup. There's makeup involved, I'm assuming. But, like, her makeup, her outfits, the the clothing she's wearing – like, I didn't realize it till last night, but, like, we saw the previous episode where she's wearing all the lingerie and everything. Yeah. And look amazing in it all. And, yeah, uh-huh. 63. Yeah. Yeah, 63. So Astounding. Good, good for her. 
Yeah, the little slow golf clap there, like bravo. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, I'm as far as to your earlier question, I do agree with you. It would be nice if they kind of closed the door on those and let this be its own thing. But it would it's great that they're doing this because if they did close the door, you could honestly say, hey, they did it in the right way because they basically honored everything astoundingly. They fucking honored all the previous movies by saying, Here we go, here's what we got. Like we're going to bring everybody back. We're going to show you where we came from, and now we'll become our own thing. And I am also uh, in it to win it, twin it to win it, however you want to say it. I'm, you know, I'm in for the long haul and uh, happy that I am. <clears throat> so, yeah, bring it on. Oh, let's see here. What else? Rookies. What else? Yeah, the rookie. How's that treating you? Um, well, this was one of those episodes where I simultaneously have a problem and said, finally. Because I have the problem because, once again, we find that Nolan is the one who ends up in the crosshairs of the big bad guy by himself, isolated from everybody else. And you essentially are like, oh, yeah. I remember this show was built for Nathan Fillion. It was not built for the rookie. It was built for right. Nathan Fillion. Right. So, you know, we get the extended scenes of him and to use your phrase, Mary suing his way out of this serial killer. This guy who is yeah. a fucking serial killer who has been doing this for years, who knows what he's doing admits that he's gotten sloppy, but still knows everything that he's doing and set up this whole, uh, hunting ground and still manages to miss him with an assault rifle, a shotgun, a handgun. Like it was ridiculous. So that part right there made me boo. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty severely over over the top. Yeah, yeah, uh, really, really, really pissed me off. But I was glad to see after Wesley was dragged in and, you know, he was told, get rid of this witness or this guy's going to get rid of him. And so he got rid of the guy by basically turning him into a non-asset. You know, he's a felon yeah, and he had a gun under his bed. So he got him arrested for that. And as he put it to the guy, he's like, I took him off the board. He can never be a witness now. He can never be credible. He's lost everything. So he is literally possession of an illegal firearm. Yeah. And, it was shitty that he had to do it to what seems to be a nice guy, but, uh, but he finally goes home and tells Angela, I fucked up. Yep. Um, I thought that one piece of writing that I really liked was when gray came to Wesley and he basically said to him, he's like, you know, you've been taking some really risky cases. You've been dealing with some people that are shady, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, that, if there's anything going on, you can come to me. And Wesley looked him right in the eye and said, you know, I'd never do anything to risk my family. And so the, the implication there is that he's saying, you know, Oh, I wouldn't do anything dumb to, you know, risk my family. But what he's really saying to the Sergeant is I will never come to you for help because it would risk my family. Yes. Yes. I liked that. I did as well. What 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 were your thoughts on this one? 
Uh, no, I'm I'm pretty much in complete agreement with you. Uh, I hated Nolan being captured and then managing to escape. Not that I dislike Nolan, but you know what I mean. Like, come on, yeah, yeah, come it's on, ridiculous. Yeah, it was just too over the top for me on that one. Um, the the um, the guy, you know turns out oh it's the one weasley guy you know who was the best friend next door you know so we all kind of got uh taken for a ride there where we thought that it was the sergeant or you know the firefighter and nope he was just set up to look that way because it was actually the weasley neighbor next door who's got a crush on nolan's girlfriend but is really just a serial killer yep yeah that was really dumb as well <laughs> So anyhow, yeah, I had so I kind of had some problems with that. Um, I had some problems with, um, but yeah, like you said, I was very happy that Wesley came clean finally. Yes. Uh, that was one thing I was very very happy about is that Wesley came clean with what was going on, and we don't have to deal with that anymore. I was gonna say it's partly so that he could get help, but also so that the rest of us don't have to deal with that bullshit. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so God, we're uh, jaded. Well, yeah, I still love the show. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I, st- I I'm still, still enjoy big, it quite a bit. I'm still a big fan of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I can agree with that. But boof. It's uh. Yeah, it's a little. It's it's, it is a little. It's a little rough. Yeah, it's a little rough. Little rough. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that's not what I want. Let's see here. Oh, I accidentally closed the window. That's why. Aha. Uh-huh. It happens. Clicking back and forth, you know. Don't do that with Skype. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> uh, Kate and I started watching, uh, what's that one on Peacock you recommended? Don Brown's The Lost Symbol. I did not recommend that. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Ann Brown's The Lost Symbol on Peacock? I did not recommend that. No, nope, I, I have not seen that, that myself. Nope. I, th- I thought you watched it. Nope. Must have been somebody well, at work or one of your other buddies because, no, I've never watched that one. Well, I thought, didn't you just recommend a show that you'd started watching and it was like, you'd already watched Let's nine see. episodes and there's what? And there's only one left to go. I thought it was you. Let me see. I'm going back through some of my things. Uh, I watched the first two episodes of Invasion, and now I've watched the third one. Um, that one I nope. recommended. Uh, now I'm going back like multiple weeks here, and I don't have anything listed. Ordinary <laughs> Joe. Yeah. No, I'm not. Gonna. Invasion. Uh, made. No, sorry, dude. Uh, that was not me, and and that's not me being forgetful. Like I legitimately have never seen the show. I no, you, watched the Da Vinci Code, read the book, and well, anyhow, this is a uh, it's it's Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. It's a Peacock original. Um, anyhow, we've watched the first three or four episodes. I feel okay, like four, four seems reasonable. Uh, we really like it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I like it a lot. 
you know, they're dealing with the CIA and Freemasons and hidden treasures and on and on and on. And it's very good. Uh, excuse me. It's very, very complex, just like the Da Vinci Code was with its storyline. Yep. You have to pay attention to it and everything. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it a lot. And um, I, I, I give it a recommend. Nice. Yeah, I um, recommend. Yeah, I always enjoyed the books and the uh, movies that you know, uh, Inferno and uh, uh, Da Vinci Code, those ones. Uh, so yeah, I, I might check that out actually. Although God, I've got so many shows to watch. Mm. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that having too much to watch. We were uh, talking about that because we went to. Uh, we went to watch that episode of invasion. She was like, Hey, we only watched two episodes. Let's watch another one. I said, okay. So I popped it on and they had a preview for, uh, that new one with, uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. The oh, I do want to watch that one. Yeah. I yeah. Watch that one. Watch the trailer. And I'm like, fuck now. I really want to see that too. So yeah, I do want to watch that. We plan on watching that at some point. I guess that's it for me for shows. I can't think of anything else I watched. Uh, let me throw out what I watched. Uh, Today, Masters of the Universe Revelations dropped part two, so I watched the first episode of that. Oh, okay. Um, that's all I'll say about that for oh. now, but... I just yeah, I had a feeling I watched. <laughs> uh, I have not watched any of The Wheel of Time yet, but I will be watching some of that. Oh, I um, watched the first episode of that. And? I, I, I may not watch any more. Really? Yeah. I know the first book did that to me, so. Yeah, I I may not watch any more. Uh, I I did not. How do I describe this? It looks and feels super low budget. But despite the fact despite that it is Despite the not. fact that's, that, that, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, sincerely. It just, I don't know. I don't really care for the look. I don't know. Yeah, I know it's got 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fine. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, yeah, I didn't, it didn't, I, I'd be interested to see what you'd say after you watch the first episode. Yeah, uh, definitely, because uh, I'm going to, at the very least, check out the first episode. I, I wanted to see it, and uh, again, I started the book, the first book, multiple times, and every time it just bored me to tears, kind of like The Stand did. You know, yep. Stephen King's The Stand. Uh, so, um, yeah, but I plan on checking this out, and I will definitely let you know. Okay. I uh, I will also say, like I said, we watched episode three of Invasion. Still a good show, still very slow. Uh, there's only six episodes of this first season, so hoping that we get some Alien soon. But so far, they've just been kind of a hidden, yeah. invisible force. And uh, we did watch episode two of Dexter New Blood. Oh, chef's kiss it's it's great the show is great they're doing just what you want from dexter and i feel like they're already redeeming themselves so good i can't well, wait to check that out um other than that i watched uh, i watched the first two episodes of cowboy bebop oh that's out that's out oh okay i definitely want to check that out i, I okay. didn't realize that was out yeah yeah all yeah. i will I, say I, is I, out fucking standing. Oh, like, nice. Something, yes. The pacing is good. The dialogue is good. It's ridiculous. Nice. Some of the fight teams are so ridiculous that you can't help but laugh and enjoy them. Nice. Um, yeah. 
And uh, so yeah, uh, would you say it's out. something I could watch with Wesley in the room? Uh, I is there nudity? I can't remember if they swear. There's no nudity that I've seen so far. Yeah, um, as long as, but there yeah. there is death. I think they're swearing. Okay. But but yeah, it, it's okay. He might enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I need to take a two minute. Goal. I need to take like a thirty second pause. Okay, take a pause. All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Kate got up at quarter of three this morning for baking. Uh, when you have an in-home bakery, that's actually quite popular. Uh, Thanksgiving week is a busy week for you. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, is. for dinner rolls and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, 39 dozen butter rolls she made today. Oof. Yeah. Plus she made nine pies and other stuff. Damn. Yeah, she's got uh, more butter rolls and another half dozen pies tomorrow and everything. But that being said, she went to bed, and Wesley uh-huh. needed some bathroom assistance. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, so um, I know you said the last thing you'd say you'd watch Cowboy Bebop. We talked about that, and then I needed to take and, my pause. And again, I, just chef's kiss. Yes, I, I, I can't wait to watch that. Actually, I didn't realize that was on, but... Because I'm just not keeping track of stuff anymore. My days are just merging together. But I feel you. I did catch up on a show that came back a few weeks back. Uh, I got a uh, Black Friday sale, AMC Plus, twenty three ninety eight for a full year. Woot woot. Did the same. I know. Yeah, it's a great price. So I got a full year of that. So I watched the first three episodes of this series of Doctor Who. Thank God. I thought you were going to say four because four of them are out now. And I'm like, shit, I no, didn't I, get through the fourth one. I did not. Well, I knew we, we see it's Tuesday. We, we were going to record Monday, so I wouldn't have watched it last night. I would have had time to watch it, but I just watched wrestling instead. Cause I was like, no, I'm going to wait. Um, yeah. if you ha- if we didn't record today, I was watching it tonight and I okay. may watch it tonight when we're done recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I watched the first three episodes of the season. I love this show. Like sincerely, except for the, the the Peter Picaldi his first season that I didn't care for, I have enjoyed every season of this show since its return in two thousand what five or six? Two thousand five. Yeah, I have enjoyed every season of this its return. I'm I really dig the fact that this is six episodes of one continuing story, but yep. they're tying in. It's like it's also like each episode has a monster of the week. And continuing mythology, to use the uh-huh. X-Files terminology that are now is so readily acceptable now. Until you get to the third episode where it's like, then it's getting continuing mythology from other seasons. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So, um, hey, how about the fact that – I'm sorry, I'm being loud. I, I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're jacked. I mean, it's Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Um how about the fact that we are seeing the the um, the, the doctor we met last season? Uh huh. I don't know what number she's assigned, so I'll say the black female doctor. Uh huh. Okay. We're seeing her in this season, and apparently she is playing a version of the doctor that our doctor Jodie Whittaker doesn't remember. Right. Like she's allegedly from her past. Yeah. That third yeah, episode like, was a complete mind fuck. Oh, it, the Once Upon a Time, yeah, that was completely. <coughs> yeah, I loved it. It's still I don't making really my want, head spin. 
<laughs> I really don't want to like break down each episode because I don't I just don't want to do that. Uh, right. But I love that we got the Weeping Angels back. Apparently and... they they really lean heavy into them in the next episode. Nice. And uh, and uh, the headline that I saw today was that it uh, reinforces a longtime fan theory. So I'm hoping my fingers are crossed that it's the theory that the weeping angels come from. Remember how they kind of alluded to it with uh, the Gallifreyans and the ones that were standing up behind them with their hands over their eyes. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that it's that one, but it could be, you know, that I don't know. Well, it was cool slash weird seeing the weeping angel taking over the TARDIS. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but we, you know, they've touched on the Daleks. The Santarans got a big play in this in episode two. Uh, we've yeah. seen some Cybermen get some action. You know, we've met uh, a couple new characters in the guy that was on the uh, the space station, if you will, plus the, his girlfriend that's trying to find him. So their story's kind of going there on the side. Uh, like we said, the black female doctor is apparently from Doctor Jodie Whittaker's past, and she doesn't remember them at all. Yep. Yep. Um, However, the main villain in this season is very familiar with the doctor, even though the doctor doesn't remember her because he knows that, you know, their interaction is from the black female doctor. So I I just there's all kinds of overarching. You know, we're halfway through. We got three episodes to go. I just I'm loving it. I, I, I am loving it. I am too. I'm so glad that you are watching it. You're right. Like we don't need to delve into each one of them, uh, yeah. except for the fact that there is this thing out there called the flux and it seems to be fucking yes. with space and time. Yep. And it is, uh, it is actually undoing things in some places, changing realities. Uh, and the third episode, like I said, just blew my mind. I watched yep. it and I'm like, what the hell am I watching here? Cause it just kept jumping around and it was like, okay, now we're in this time stream, but we're not. Is this the past? Is this the present? Who are we following right now? Whose story is this? And then even the ending, you're like, where are we going? Like, who are, are these two? Like, is this one of them in the future? One of them in the past? Are they both experiencing this at the same time? Like, yeah. Uh, we, we have John Bishop playing Dan Lewis, one of the new companions. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we also have, because, you know, we, when we lost uh, the other two guys at the Revolution of the Daleks. Um, Graham and, um, oh, yeah. what was his name? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we know who we mean. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I like him. He's a little different. I like him. Um, I'm excited for... You know, the three episodes we have left. I may go back if it's on there and watch Revolution of the Daleks again. Um, but after this, we get just as it. How many specials is she going to be in three specials? It's like three. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting like three. Three specials. And that is it. Oh, two. Yeah. Two. They've already filmed the, the two specials. Really? Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, because they're considering this a special, correct? No, no, no. This is a season. This is the this is the six episodes for the series, and then they also filmed two of the 2022 specials. Okay. There's going to be three total. They've already filmed two of them. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, dude, the first special is January 1st, 2022. Damn. We're not going to have to wait long at all. Yeah, and then early 22 and late 22 for the next two, and then, then she's done. Wow. 
And somewhere in there, we're going to find out who the new one is. And we already know that Russell T. Davies is coming back, which, again, I'm still blown away by. Uh, Um, Graham is apparently coming back in the final special. Ooh, nice. So. Uh, So interesting to kind of dovetail on here uh during my recovery towards the end here uh not yesterday but the day before uh julie was like you know let's do something nice you know let's do something that's comforting and uh she's like you're always talking about doctor who let's start it so sorry so we got three episodes in she's absolutely hooked ready to watch more uh you know i kept I, I was like, you got to push through. You got to be okay. She's like, why do I have to push through? And I'm like, just watch. And we got three episodes in. She's like, why do I have to push through? She's like, I love this. This is great. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I fucking love it. I'm like, okay, then we'll keep going. Nice. But I mean, you know, you've got the first one, which is Rose. And then you've got the end of the world, uh, which, you know, it was fun to see certain things like the face of Bo, uh, moisturize me. Um, and then we just did the Unquiet Dead, which I was like, oh, fun fact. You know, the actress who plays the chamber girl here uh, will later come back to play her descendant on Torchwood. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. One of the main characters of Torchwood is that actress. And they say that she's the descendant of the psychic girl who, you know, helped bridge the gap. So, yeah. Nice. So. We're going to keep watching that, you know, in between all the other millions of shows that we have to watch. Uh, some new yep. and some ones that are like, you know, either I liked it or she liked it. We want to introduce the other one to it. So, yeah, just having fun with it. Nice. Isn't that the way it should be? Absolutely. Any other shows you got? That's it for me for shows. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for me for shows as well. Yeah. Nice. What about movies? How many did you watch? Um, I don't think I watched any. Really? Yeah. Um, That's odd. You usually have at least one, usually like three, four. I'm trying to think. Because the weekend before, I watched Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise and Red Notice. Yeah. And we didn't talk about Shang-Chi. Um, right. I didn't rent anything this week. Let's see here. Went to wrestling that night. We watched shows. Yeah. Went to watch pay-per-view wrestling. Ken and I thought about watching a movie, like we were going to watch a movie, but we never actually sat down and watched one. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't watch any movies. Wow. That's weird. Well, like I said, the only one that I watched was uh, Shang-Chi. And uh, I got to say, just like you said, um, this is not this is the least marvel marvel movie like this was more of a crouching tiger hidden dragon jackie chan like i love the fights uh i loved a lot about it the philosophy the characters um it's been a while since we've had a straight up origin story in the mcu so it does take a while for that aspect of it, you know, to like learn the characters, learn what's going on. Uh, but I enjoyed a lot of it. This is, the first movie I've, this is the first movie I've seen Aquafina in that I liked. Yeah, yeah. Her character was actually really good. 
Um, no. So again, this the only thing that made this a Marvel movie to me was the fact that they talked about the blip. Um, yeah. They talked they about Wong going to be Oblonsky. Yeah, they had Wong in it. Um, and then in the one of the PS scenes, we got. Oh, and we had the Mandarin. You know, we had Ben Kingsley reprising uh-huh. his role as the Mandarin. Uh-huh. Um, I like how the big bad guy, Shang Chi's dad, made mention of the Mandarin and how they got someone to imitate him, and his ten rings were actual rings. You know, like I like how they shit all over that. I, I like how he shit all over it, saying, you know, he named it after a chicken dish. Yeah, and then but, yeah, then we then we find out he hasn't kidnapped because he obviously was still upset about it. Well, it's also interesting because, uh, you know, I watch it with subtitles on and in the subtitles, he's referred to as Mandarin. Yep. Oh, he's okay. Dad. Yeah. That's so funny. I thought that was interesting. Um, um, but yeah, no, um, otherwise it really didn't feel like a Marvel movie, which I was okay no. with. Cause I really enjoyed it. Here's an interesting question for you. Mm-hmm. Why? In that first PS scene, I love the second PS scene and I'm looking forward to the whole, you know, the 10 rings will be back. I'm like, fuck yeah, they will. Um, but why is it that in that first PS scene, Bruce is there as Bruce with his arm in a sling? I mean, I know why the arm should be in a sling, but why is he full Bruce again? Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Like last we knew they were coexisting and they were in the full version. And even then at the end of Endgame, you know, we had him with the, the arm of the sling. Hmm, that's true. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, what did you think of the second PS? Like I said, I loved it. I forget, you know, I, I want to see more of the Ted rings as I guess a villain organization. Keep it coming. Um, yeah. I was a little surprised to see that the sister apparently went that route, but not a hundred percent. Like she's basically well, like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love the big fight scene on the, uh, the trolley or the bus or whatever you want to call it earlier in yes. the episode where he like kind of reveals, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm a badass and I can fight. Yes. Yeah. I did enjoy that thoroughly. What was that guy's name? Razor Fist. Yes. Because, you know, he had the, the car with the license plate that said Razor Fist. Uh, did, you, did you watch any other movies? Um, no, that was the only one. Um, I don't really have any news, unfortunately, I guess. Uh, I, uh, I had three things. Uh, yep. One of them that I shared with you that was just funny was the uh, the whole Laura Ingram uh, who's on first kind of thing, you know. Where, oh my god, that was that was not really news because that wasn't that was real. Like that was somehow yeah. that was real. <laughs> I love how she just like when you watch the clip, she's just like, I give up, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, it was on an episode of You. It's a show on Netflix. What's it called? It's called You. I don't There's never been a Netflix. Laura Ingram show on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. Um, this one I think you'll like. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is executive producing a documentary about his own life called Dolph. It will chronicle his rise to becoming one of Hollywood's most treasured action stars. 
Uh, Andrew Holmes, who did the Humanity Bureau, is writing and directing Dolph. And Adam Scorgi and Shane Fennessy producing Scorgi Productions, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, basically, Dolph Lundgren is getting his own uh, documentary, and he's executive producing it because he's fucking cool. All right. I can get behind that. Now, this one doesn't have, like, it doesn't go into detail about what changed, but um, this is an official news report. Tom Holland has said that the ending to Spider-Man No Way Home was rewritten on set during the filming of the finale itself. Really? Yeah. Talking to GQ, he explained that when shooting the finale of the upcoming third Spider-Man movie, he felt like the script wasn't up to scratch. I kept stopping and being like, I'm so sorry. I just don't believe what I'm saying. Behind the camera, Holland spoke with director John Watts about his issues with the script. We sat down, we went through it, we came up with a new idea, Holland revealed. Then we pitched it to the writers, they rewrote it, and it works great. Huh. So that's kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah, you know, isn't that supposed to be the last time we see him as Spider-Man, allegedly? Yeah. Which I've heard uh, some people talking, and they're like, you know, maybe it's time for Miles Morales. Fuck yeah, it's time for Miles Morales. We can have Miles Morales as Spider-Man, and we can still have Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Like We absolutely can, but like if they want to say, oh, well, Tom Holland wants to get done, or he's doing other things, or blah, 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 we just don't want to continue Peter Parker, that's fine. Give me Miles. Don't say that Spider-Man himself is done because Tom Holland isn't going to play him anymore. Right, I can get back. I can get behind that, but again, I think we can have both. <laughs> Yeah, and I would love to see both. Absolutely. I'm 100% with you there. Ooh. <sighs> Anyhow. Sorry, I'm apparently um, plugging so you, up more. You sent me a couple trailers. Yeah, which I think we'll talk about one of them last, but... Um, well, one was well, Spider-Man No Way Home. We both decided we were going to watch it after all. And yeah. I don't think we need to talk much more about that other than to say, yeah. Uh, um, to say yeah, to say it looks phenomenal, and to say who's punching the lizard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's all we need to say. Yeah. Dog was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Uh, me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to watch it, but it was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, it, it seems much more heartfelt uh, and a little more like instead of just being a Disney like Oh, I'm going to, you know, make a sweet story about a dog and a guy. They come to love each other. This one was more like getting into the behind the scenes. Like, why is this guy like this? Why was this dog like this? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I really like that. Showing us this dog has PTSDs, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not just like, oh, yeah, uh, mismatched pair who learn to love each other. You know, he learns about this dog, and he learns about the guy that, you know, trained the dog and kind of gets to know them a little bit better that way. So that's cool. Yeah. And then I said turning red. What do you think of that? Um, looks cute. It's a Disney yeah. movie. Yep. I'll, I'll watch it at some point. Yep, me too. I don't with the kids most likely. It definitely wasn't anything that I'm going to run out and watch immediately. No, same here. I sent you the trailer for Pam and Tommy. 
What'd you think of that? Yeah. I, I had known that it was coming for a while, and actually seeing the trailer, I was like, huh. Well, okay then. Well, it's funny because it's it's got a big cast. Yep. And it's just basically it's about the release of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. It's not Tommy Lee Jones. She's some crow. Um, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee's. Yeah. Uh, sex tape. Yep. And it actually looks really good. Yeah. <coughs> it's nothing that I'm going to rush out to see immediately. I'll no, probably check it out at some point. Exactly. So, but that is, uh, that's everything for me. Um, I think that's everything for me, except for again, who is punching the lizard? Yeah. So I'd like to think it's one of the other Spider-Mans. It's gotta be right. Yeah. And I guess somebody did a, a comparison because the night before we got to watch, uh, Tom Holland's and Daya and, uh, the one who plays Nick, uh, as they were watching the trailer and we got to watch their reaction to it. And, yep. uh, when you sync it up, there's one point where, uh, Tom looks at the screen and goes, Hey, wait, where's, Oh, Oh, okay. Um, and apparently people were like, Oh, it must be that he's asking, you know, where's the other Spider-Man, but the time stamp that it matches up with is yeah. actually in the, sh- in the shot that is just the three villains that are coming at the screen when it's uh, ah. Electro, Sandman and I believe Green Goblin coming at the screen so yeah. there should be like another villain in the middle so maybe there's one that hasn't been revealed yet I'm guessing Venom but ah. since they've already got all these other ones that have been included it could be Jared Leto's Morbius which I doubt because they're not going to bring him out before they bring out his origin movie um, same thing well, with you Crazy never know there. you never yeah. know about that one I suppose Yep. That's definitely not a uh, guaranteed assumption right, right. there. Right. So. <sighs> yeah, I think that's about it for me. Um, yeah, the, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, it just it blew my mind. Um so many questions, so many exciting things. Uh, it was a little melancholy, though, because, like I said, you know, we've talked about this recently. I just don't go to the theater anymore. Yeah, I know. That's the thing is, I really do want to go see it, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what we're gonna do about that. Yeah, you know, I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's exciting. You know, Julie even said to me, she's like, when does it come out? I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's at the theater. I'm not going to go see it. You know. <sighs> but you know. It'll hopefully be on demand in some fashion because we still don't know what's going on with the uh, the Spider-Man movies on demand as it is. Yeah, that's you the know, thing. They're not on really, Disney Plus. Yeah, they're really nowhere to be seen. So, so. yeah, should be interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's our show. I agree. I think that's our show as well. Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek, G33K. And thank you for watching, listening. That's what you do. You listen to us. Yes, you don't watch us. You wouldn't want to watch us. It's much more boring. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a YouTube show on days. Ooh. One, one Rebels. Days. Rebels. Rebels. <laughs>